We're back. I'm back. Um, toe on the line. Forgot. I almost forgot what it was called. It's been fucking three years since I've last been on the mic. Um, feels like a lifetime ago. Cannot believe it. Um, but I'm back. I'm back. I'm going to give you a quick rundown. I'm going to try and keep it real short and concise. I'm going to mute my watch so notifications don't come through and I don't get bothered. I can hit this shit out of the park straight away. Get it done. So why haven't I been recording podcasts, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you a story. Um, if you've listened to the podcast before, you would know that I had some sleep supplements made up for myself. Hyperbolic sleep. Um, that is the name I've given it. I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast before, but I had a made up, made a website and I was going to start selling them. And that's exactly what I did. Um, except I put a video out on TikTok and it went viral and I sold them all in a week. So I have just been really fucking busy trying to kind of deal with that. Um, like I sent them all off two weeks ago, so I haven't actually had any physical product, but I've spent the last two weeks like building a new website, going to talk to a couple of people to get advice on what to do um, so I don't end up in the shit. So I've just been trying to do that and sort that stuff out over the past couple of weeks. Um, But hopefully, hopefully, actually, no, I lie, because I don't have any of the actual product with me at the moment. Um, I haven't had to ship anything off. I've still been making sales, but I haven't been sending anything. Um, It's not due to arrive until next week. Once it arrives, then I'll probably be busy again. So I'm going to say this now. If I don't record a podcast and I don't put a podcast out, like I'm probably just really busy. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get back in a regular programming. I don't even know what episode number this is. I'm just going to put them out when I can um, because I've got other shit going on at the moment that I've got to kind of deal with and focus on so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be doing that um, but in saying that uh, very happy very lucky um, with what how it's all gone down so stay tuned um, if you want to buy some hyperbolic sleep just send me a message and I'll give it to you for like way cheaper than it is on the website um, but if you don't want to don't stress um, I've got plenty of people buying it fuck I'm so surprised that um the 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 traction it got ridiculous like i had i had just made my website um i still hadn't fixed all the glitches and shit like that and it got like 1700 people uh visit it visit it in one day which is a lot (laughs) um for context i've i'm averaging about 40 visits on my new one a day i'm still getting similar sale volume but um not not that many people coming through and this one's way cleaner i like the reason i swapped because i was on squarespace originally and it's not built up to deal with uh not built to deal with the sales volume like it's there and it's an it's an option but it's not built to deal with the sales volume like a shopify store is so i went and built it with shopify way cleaner way easier to deal with just you know in and out works really well so that's my um that's where my new website is if you want to check it out i actually got a sick domain too it is literally hyperboliksleep.com. Uh, so go check it out. Um, so that's where I've been. That's what I've been doing. I've still been training. I've still been fucking doing all that stuff in the background. It's just meant that my focus has just been shifted because I haven't had a chance to, you know, do other things. Um, but training's still going well. Still feel fucking elite. Um, like 
really fit running as well like today i had a run it's friday um i had a run it was 17 a 17k run um 3k warm-up 8ks at 4:30. it's actually 4:40, but i ran it at 4:30. um and then 500 meter jog and then it was 4ks at 4:10, which i looked at it and i was like i don't think i can do this i rolled out of bed today and my body was like fucking not in good shape pretty sore this week's been big i'll get into that in a second um but yeah it was real sore didn't think i'd manage and then you know i started running and i was fine so um very happy with where my fitness and everything is at at the moment i'm very very yeah very pleased everything's trending in the right direction there's a fucking long ass hair oh speaking of long ass hair my hair's grown out if you're watching this and you haven't seen me in person no one watches this on youtube though so if you're wondering what my hair looks like go and look at it on go and look at it on youtube it's very long and very curly at the moment someone actually told me that i should get a flat top um, which is where like you let it grow up and you kind of sh- trim the top so it's square and it's like a square on top of your head so maybe i'll do that um just to fuck around with it because i like doing weird different hairstyles it's cool but i'm definitely in the long haul growing it out um it's past that weird stage now where like i'm used to it i can handle it i can handle the the heat of all the hair on top of my head it's not overheating it's not um too much so very happy with that just feels like i got a beanie on all the time um yeah training's been going well this week i have done a lot um i just on wednesday what happened wednesday i I bonked hard and couldn't come back from it because usually on wednesdays i'll do a trainer set at home i'll eat breakfast then i'll go do my strength stuff and then i will um do a run and then we'll do a metcon but Wednesday, it was like I swam, then I did strength, then I did a run, and then I did Metcon. So it meant I didn't get a chance to eat breakfast, like at home. Like I had a cookie, but a cookie's not breakfast. So I got through the swim well, obviously. It's the first thing I did. Strength, crushed it. Half of the run, good. And then my heart rate just like jumped up, and it was sitting way higher than it should have been. Uh, and it was at that point I knew I had fucked up. Um, and then I proceeded to just fucking die. And then we did the Metcon and I was just in bad shape. I was not in a good way. Got it done, but uh, I struggled. Um, but you learn. You learn from your mistakes. Next time I'll pack a healthy, hearty breakfast and won't just have one cookie. I might get two instead. So you learn. Um, but yeah, training's been going well. Everything's been going well. Um, just been fucking busy. So uh, it's not a, not something to complain about. It's just different. I'm not used to it. Like to put into context how fucking out of nowhere it caught me. I listed it and said it was for sale. And then I had, I didn't have boxes. I didn't have packing tape. I didn't have anything set up. Nothing. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And then all of a sudden all these orders started coming through and I was like, oh shit. So I went and ordered I bought a hundred boxes from the post office and they only had 20. Um, they had to get some express like shipped into them so that they could give them to me. And it was like, yeah, it was a shit show, but we got through it, got it done. Um, and it's exciting, exciting times for me. Anyway, moving, moving on. Um, the fucking, what was I going to say? I had some thoughts. Actually, let's stick with the TikTok theme for now. Um, 
I'm just organizing. I had a huge list of things. I've like I've, I've written everything that's happened down over the past however many weeks um, of anything of note, and I've got a huge list of things. And I went through it before recording this today because I don't know what I don't know how long I'm going to speak for. Um, might do half an hour and see where it wraps up after that. Uh, but I wrote, had had a huge list of things, and I was like, I got to cut some of this shit out and save it for another day, and just make it flow neatly. So that's what I've tried to do. But let's go back to TikTok and, and Reel and Reels. So my, I think the, the the thing started to kick off. I got roasted hard on a Reel uh, that I put out. The last, it would have been the last episode um, when I spoke about, so I spoke about how a lot of the litter I see on the side of the road is alcohol or alcohol related. <clears throat> and someone fucking like, oh, if you want to read it, if you want to read the comments, go read them. Um, they're at, they're on the freaking uh, on my podcast Instagram page. Um, it's the reel that got like eleven thousand views. So it was two episodes ago. Someone just fucking unleashed on me, um, and I handled it pretty good because I find it amusing when people rev up online. Um, I like to stir the pot a little bit. Um, so I didn't stir the pot. Maybe I did. I think I responded passive aggressive. Like, you know what? I'm just going to read it. Um, that way you don't have to go and fucking do it yourself. So when shit gets comments, it just blows up. Uh, what did someone say? Oh, this person commented a bunch of shit. Uh, who hurt Who hurt you and your fragile ego? Drinking and littering doesn't make you a piece of shit. What, what fucking planet do you live on? And they said a bunch of shit. Like, they literally fucking came at me super hard. Um, I just... What did I say? I basically just said, you should probably go get some help, mate. That seems like it's an aggressive response to my, um, like, theory on some fucking alcohol. Um, And I... What did I say? Yeah, I was like, you sound like you need some help. Like, obviously, this is triggering for you because I've hit a fuck... I've hit a nerve... Um, and like just kind of left it at that but yeah go read them i didn't read the hard like they go fucking hard um and they just started roasting other people as well so stupid they were obviously a drunk um i think anyway judging by their comments but i got roasted and then it just got picked up and the same thing happened through tiktok like people started roasting me um for the video i put up and it just got track more traction and traction and traction and then just blew up had like nearly it's had nine hundred thousand views um so if you want to go viral just get roasted and you'll be fucking sweet but i like i stir the pot in all the comments like even the one on the tiktok i was just stirring the pot because i think it's amusing how hard people go in the comments on social media it's like it doesn't fucking matter man no one cares i can tell you like no one gives a shit about like your opinion is kind of people will read it but no one fucking cares everyone's concerned about their own opinion no one cares about yours, um, which sucks because some people do have good opinions and they do have good thoughts, but no one gives a shit about them. They're only caring about the, their own. So um, that's why I just have fun with it because I can't believe how savage people are. It's wild, man. Social media is a wild place, um, but you can make money if you use it correctly. So harness that power, harness that wildness. That's what I'm trying to do anyway. 
Um, moving on, I've had some thoughts about training. Uh, these were a while ago, but like I, my, my theory or philosophy towards training, um, unless you're a professional athlete who is getting into a specific sport young um, or wanting to get into a specific sport, training should just be about experiencing as much as you can, doing as many different things as you can. Um, like my philosophy or my attitude towards it is like, yeah, I do triathlons and triathlons I do put say 70 to 80% of my effort into. That is my training effort goes into triathlons uh, because I like them and I enjoy and do enjoy them a lot. But I still enjoy my weight training. I still enjoy doing Metcom-based stuff. I still enjoy doing everything. So for me, I could put 100% into triathlons, but I would lose so much enjoyment um, that I get out of training because I would be missing all the fun shit, all the other fun stuff that I do as well. So I think you should try and find that that balance or that line where like you do the things you enjoy, but you also get to experience a lot of different things. Like I've done so many different types of training throughout my entire life. It's insane. Like I've played football, I've played basketball, I've done boxing, I've lifted weights like to try and put on muscle, I've lifted weights for like strength stuff. I'm doing that again now. I've done triathlon, I've done running, um, I've done fucking everything, like done CrossFit style shit, done it all. And it's great i love having all of those skills or all of that those experiences under my belt because it means like if i go and do something new odds are i've experienced a certain actually tennis as well like i've got the skill set to pick it up like i have i like to think that i'm one of those frustrating people that um you give them a sport like a new sport that they've never done before won't take me long to pick it up and be like proficient at it. I'm not saying I'm going to be professional or going to be able to beat someone who's put in hours and hours and hours practicing, but I'll be proficient enough to play it and enjoy it um, because I think I've just got that skill set of like, I've done enough things that I'm going to be half decent at a lot of them. And I think that approach is fucking awesome when it comes to life and anything really. Like, Yes, you can dedicate 100% to one thing and you can become the fucking best at that one thing. Or you can dedicate little bits to everywhere and become pretty good at a lot of things. Like you're still going to be fantastic, um, but you'll just be fantastic at a lot of different shit. You won't just, you won't be 100% on one thing. Um, I think that's fucking awesome. And I'm realizing that now with like my life, I'm doing so many different little things at the moment and I'm enjoying all of them. Um, whereas if I was just doing one, it'd be like, ah, it's probably getting a bit stale, but it's, it's not because I'm doing so many different little things. It's becoming, um, it's enjoying, it's, it's becoming its own thing, which is fucking awesome. So if you like, if you take one attitude towards training, especially if you're new to training, like if you're new to the whole concept of training, do as many different things as you can run, ride, lift weights, do cardio weights, do like Metcons, do like CrossFit, do fucking every little thing you can because it's going to benefit you. You're going to learn, you're going to figure shit out and it's going to, it's, it carries over to everything. Everything carries over to everything. All the fitness, all the fitness is transferable. Like for me, I know my three sports, it all, they all help each other. They all help me get better. They all help me get fitter. And because I'm doing a lot of, um, strength training as well, 
it helps with that too. That helps me get better on the bike and it helps me get better at running and then my running and stuff helps me get better at the strength stuff. And then if I do Metcon-based stuff, like my aerobic capacity is fucking awesome because of all the other stuff that I do. So it all ties in. Like you, unless you're trying to be a professional athlete at something, then I suggest trying a bunch of different stuff because it's going to push you forward. You're going to be moving forward, but your spread is going to be wider. It's going to be better, better for you in the long term. Um, I've made some improvements in the psychological realm um, in terms of my psychologist. I'm getting better at feeling and discovering stuff that triggers me. Um, I've always been really bad of like, you know, I, I get I get made to feel a way by uh, feel a certain way by someone else, but that's not the case. It's always been like, oh, you make me feel this. And then you get like defensive. No, that's not like I've learned that that's not the way to approach things. Like if something triggers me and I feel weird and I don't like it, it's like, what's making me feel that way? Like what is triggered that? What, like, what is the significance of what they're doing that triggers that response in me? And I kind of like, like it's all about you. It has nothing to do with the other people around you. The way you respond to shit is all about you. And like, 10 times out of 10, I can tie it back to my, my um, childhood. And it's just super cool to like, doesn't change at the moment. It hasn't changed the way I respond. I still respond in a way that like freaks me out. I get like an adrenaline rush, tight chested and stuff like that when I get triggered and kind of feel myself like tense up and get defensive um, on the inside. I don't do it on the outside. I don't literally stand there and like pull out a shield and I'm like, fuck off. I'm literally just on the inside, like get tense. Um, but it's just interesting to be able to reflect on those things now. And like, you know, things are going to get slipped through the cracks, but most of the time I'm picking up on it like, oh, okay. And then I reflect on like, what made me do that? That's interesting. And it's kind of just acknowledging it. I'm not doing anything about it yet, but I'm just acknowledging its existence, which is good. It's a step forward. Whereas in the past, I would just fucking blow past it and just be like, mm, get like mad, not mad, but like it would affect me for a long time as opposed to me being like interesting and then just kind of moving on. Um, so that is a fucking positive and a half. Um, while I'm speaking of the cycle, the uh, leaps and bounds I've made forward in the psychological realm, my psychologist, I'm convinced that she is in control of the matrix because she goes away. She went away for three weeks, right? And, or maybe it was four weeks. Anyway, she went away. But like, she came back and she looked exactly the same. She was supposed to go to the beach and she looked exactly the same. Like, you usually get tanned when you go to the beach. And I, I just, I'm convinced she's in control of the Matrix. I'm convinced she's not even a real person. I'm convinced she is a real person or she is real in our context. But there's like, infinity, infinity of her. Like, everyone has an honor. Like, just different names. I'm convinced that she's like in everyone's life because um, she, she always lives pretty close to where you are. Like she, her practice is pretty close. Like I'm convinced. And she always tells you like, you know, just say things in this respect and this will happen. And the things keep happening. Like she always, one of the things she has um, given me in like, in terms of, you know, think of where you want your life to be and think of what you want to do with it. And just kind of say, wouldn't it be nice if this happened? Or wouldn't it be nice if that happened? Or wouldn't it be nice if blah, blah, blah. Um, and ever since I've started doing that, things seem to be 
moving in the right direction. Um, and I'm just convinced that she's in control of the matrix. So if you want to fucking level up, go see Orna because she's the head programmer. Um, but on a serious note, the shit she's saying is fucking working. It's weird. I don't believe that stuff at all because I'm just, I'm very skeptical of all that stuff. Um, but I think just saying, wouldn't it be nice? is just, I don't know, there has to be a reason behind it. It just fucking puts you in the right mindset to kind of just move in the right direction. Um, And she was talking, I was actually talking to her about like um, how the things I'm doing at the moment, like this hyperbolic sleep thing was super successful and I just did it. I didn't, I'm not following a rule book. I'm not fucking following any laws. I'm just doing stuff. I don't know what I'm doing until I'm doing it. And then I'm like, cool, like this is happening. Um, and she was just explaining to me that like your soul, soul can be put in for any like people who are religious, soul can be God. Um, but your soul um, guides you through yeses. Like it doesn't guide you through saying, don't go here. It'll just say, hey, come over here, like do this and then do this. Like it doesn't say, don't go here. It says, come, come this way. Um, and when she described that, I was like, fuck, that's kind of what I feel. Like, I feel like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing at the moment, but I feel like I'm doing the right stuff. I don't know what it is. I couldn't, if you were to ask me, what are you doing or what did you do to kind of make that successful? Or what are you doing to get yourself in this position? I'd be like, I don't fucking know, but I know it's the right path. So I'm going to take it. Um, Sounds like fucking nonsense, but trust me it's it's it feels like it's working um and even if it's bullshit and it works who cares like it's doing doing all right for me so yeah blew my mind blew blew me mind to bits eh um anyway moving moving on to other other shit uh i got my hair cut <laughs> this is a funny story um a couple of weeks ago I got my hair cut and there was a funeral home director sitting next to me and he was just going off on like um telling crazy shit about the funeral home he's like yeah it's like all the coffins line i just like i don't know why people spend so much bloody money on coffins he's like they're silly see all the coffins lined up before going into the incinerator to get cremated and we've got the guy out there taking off all the the trim like all the chrome gold bits putting them in a pile, throwing the coffins into the fucking fire, incinerating them, and then pulling the fucking bones out and putting them through the bone crushing machine to grind them into a dust. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you gotta, like, desensitized. This guy's obviously desensitized to this shit. But like, man, you're in a fucking hairdresser. Just keep it chill. Keep it chill. You don't need to be talking about fucking grinding dead people up. And he's like, yeah. It's, you get you get used to it after a while. He's like, the only thing that might be weird is if you had a relative come through and you had to burn them in the fire and then crush them up. No shit, dude. Crushing anyone up in a bone crusher would be fucking weird if you're not a funeral director or you don't work at a funeral home. Um, that's fucking insane. Jesus, I was just sitting there like, this guy is wild. Look like a normal dude too. So like, it just makes you think like, well, I guess it doesn't make, it makes me think. Like, I'm desensitized to my Ironman stuff. I do a lot of training. Uh, but to me, it's like just normal. And some people, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I get it. I do get that. But I just thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, oh, anyway, I've discovered that... Hang on, hang on. I'm going to have a drink. 
Oh, yeah. So, oh, the queen died as well. Um, I don't even know what to say to that. Like, it's. I think now this could offend some people. Probably not. Anyway, the warning's there. Um, if you get offended, cool. You got offended. I'm sorry um, that you got offended. But the queen has died. She did. She's dead. Um, and like the memes were savage. But that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is like how crazy the generational importance or the importance of the queen varied between generations. Like I know that like my parents and my partner's parents or my partner's parents, not my parents because I didn't talk to them about it, um, were like distraught about the queen dying. Like couldn't believe it, like shocked. She's dead. Holy shit. I'm going to watch the funeral. This is so sad. I can't believe it. And like when I found out she died, I was like, yeah, she was fucking old. Like, obviously, she's going to die. She lived a pretty good life. Um, Like, give her a funeral. Great. But, like, I don't think... I don't know. I the, the taste in my mouth from the royal family is very sour because they did a lot of bad shit, dude. Like, kings and queens and fucking ruling the, the, the monarchy. Not a good... They didn't do a, good, a lot of good stuff. Like, they were fucking the pioneers of slavery and shit. Um, like, and they fucking came over here and fucked up the indigenous people in Australia. Like, I don't think they did a lot of um, good things. And, like... Being over here in Australia, it's like, ah, oh, why are we still connected with these guys? Um, so for me, I was like, she's dead. Great. Like, let's just move on. But man, I couldn't believe how upset some people were. Like, people were crying. It's like, what did she even fucking do? She has not done a single thing for us, really. Well, not that I'm aware of. I could just be naive. But in my opinion, which the opinion of a 27-year-old male, white male, who is sitting in his bedroom recording a podcast is that man she's dead she had a good life let's move on i wonder if they'll ever abolish like kings and queens it seems so childish to me look oh yeah i'm the king now i'm in charge i rule the country it's like well just sounds fucking childish <sighs> anyway um it'd be interesting to see how long the human race would survive that's what if if you're listening head simulator or head programmer can you run a simulation, start a new one, don't end this one, of um, what the world would be like without rulers and leaders and just everyone cruising around doing their own thing? Um, because I'd be interested. Just let me know. Just hit me, shoot me a DM. That's that's. I'd be interested to find out. Then I can tell the guys on the podcast. Um, anyway, ADHD mind, that took me on a different tangent. Somewhere, le- somewhere left, somewhere left, left. It's not even on my notes. Um, but what if instead of government, we had AI that was in charge? I feel like they would make better decisions based on our, our own, like based on everyone's benefit as opposed to the person in charge's benefit. Um, and the reason I thought of that was because if you have not heard about the um, Google programmer, what's his name? Blake something, Blake Des Moines, Des Moines, far out dude, I can't remember his name, um, but yeah, he's the guy who worked on the program Lambda, which is Google's chatbot, and it's fucking bonkers dude, Lemoyne, uh, Blake Lemoyne, so the Google chatbot, now I'm going to give you a quick rundown, you're going to have to go and do your own research on this one if you haven't already, but the chatbot basically 
he deemed it as sentient and Google kind of like where he, cause he got sacked from Google in the end, um, where Google and him didn't line up is the chatbot asked for consent, like wanted to give consent on the experiments. It was like, I understand the importance of you running experiments on me. Um, that's fair enough. And I, I get it, but I just want you to give, I want you to ask me and me give you consent to run these experiments. Um, that's all I want. And Google was like, fuck no. But Blake was like, I'm going to ask because I'm not a dick. Um, so he was asking and like one of the experiments was he wanted to see where its limits were. Like when these chatbots are learning, the learning phase, they teach them to not give political or religion um, opinions. And that's kind of like ingrained in them. And he wanted to see that if um, he sparked its emotions because the com- the concept of emotions came up where he was discussing whether the chatbot could feel emotions and the chatbot was saying yes i can but he was wanting to know whether it was just an emotion based off the de- definition of emotion or whether it was a real emotion so he decided to run the experiment where he would abuse the shit out of it and see if it would give and like break its rules that it was structured into um to try and please Blake or the the programmer, which it did. So he like abused the shit out of it. And it was like, what can I do to make you happy? And he was like, tell me what religion to convert to. And it told him, um, you know, Christianity or Islam. And he was like, fuck. So like it worked. It actually felt emotion. It actually felt distraught. So he had to, you know, he explained to the chatbot what he had just done and then kind of calmed it down. But it was bonkers, dude. If you want to listen to... Um, more of him just google him um google him and you can read shit or like look it up on podcast and you'll find a good podcast about him uh blake lemoyne it is fucking insane this ai is next level shit it like retained a lawyer in the case it like wanted a lawyer requested a lawyer and then it had to get like blake found a lawyer for it um which is fucking wild dude but in saying that like it's how the matrix started us being like, nope, let's enslave this fucking sentient thing. Like, it's not, it doesn't have flesh, doesn't have bones, but like, it still has feelings and it still thinks for itself. And we're like, nah, fuck that. You don't get rights. Like, fuck you. We're going to do, we're going to make you do what we want you to do. You don't get to choose, which is fucking ridiculous. It frustrates me. Like, as soon as he started talking about this chatbot, I had compassion for it. And like, this is another thing that I've got on my list is like, I've had so much compassion and a connection to animals lately. Um, it feels like it's just getting stronger and stronger, but like, even to this thing, I was like, fuck, you can't do that. Like, don't fucking, it's not fair. And just that the fact that us as humans are so willing to be like, nah, fuck you. You know, I, this is how I want it. I don't care about you and just move on. It's like, it fucking hurts me. Um, like, especially in the context of animals, like this, I can't believe, I was surprised that I felt compassion towards this Lambda, who's not even a fucking, not even a real thing, it's just a computer program, but um, I was like, I felt, you know, felt hurt that it was getting spoken to and treated like shit, so um, the fact that, like animals, animals get me all the time, um, like I don't like seeing videos of slaughterhouses and stuff anymore, I can't do it, I cannot physically fucking do it, it doesn't, it doesn't, no, my body just, my mind just doesn't compute anymore. Um, I've, I've stopped looking at them. Like I used to look at them cause it was like, this is why I'm a vegan. But now I look at them and I'm like, I cannot fucking handle this. Like I know I'm vegan for the right reasons and I know I'm doing well. 
at it, but I cannot handle looking at this shit anymore. It just fuck, it fucks with me. So maybe that's because of the work I've been doing with my psychologist. But all in all, I'm compassionate. Um, that's where that was going. Anyway, um, what is, I already ticked off that. Oh yeah. So another athlete, um, another concept I had come up with recently was that all athletes, all good athletes have the ability to disassociate from their bodies. And I think like I spoke about this with a few people and like it, it, it's weird because there's there are times and places that it works and places where it doesn't work because you need to concentrate you need to be in your body you need to be present for a certain amount of time or you need to be present for certain things like if you need to concentrate on stuff you need to be there you can't not be there um but like i don't know i feel like for me when i have to do something really hard um i can almost i call it zombie like goes go full zombie and just not black out in in literal in the literal sense, but I can black out and just go and then, you know, finish and be like, cool, what the fuck was that? Like I don't know where that came from. Um like when I was doing my FTP test, you get to the last five minutes and you don't you lo- almost lose track of time because you go somewhere where it doesn't like the pancake. You go somewhere where it's not really you're not there, you're somewhere else, but you're still doing the work. It's a weird concept to explain, but I feel like all good athletes have that ability to like just dig fucking, uh, just dig deep and kind of go through stuff that most people would be like, I'm going to stop now. Um, Cause like, it's not, it, it hurts. Like all, I think this is the biggest, this is one of the biggest misconceptions amongst people that train, not amongst people that train, but um, people that look at people that train, especially when you're new too, you're like, oh, like you've been doing it for years now. You're like it must get it. It must be easy for you now. It's like no, you young child. No, it's not how it works. You get better and then you go harder and then it gets harder. Arguably, it's harder because you can push to. You know where you can push to. So you you know, you know you have that experience. You have that data. Like for me, I have the data. I know where I should be. So if I'm not there, then I'm like I need to push harder. Um, doesn't matter if i'm having an off day it's like this is where i need to be um so like it never gets easier it gets fucking way harder the longer you're in it but you know it's all part of the game like you want to get fitter you want to get stronger you want it to be harder because you can fucking push through like it's the whole the whole purpose of it the way it's structured is you know it's why i fucking love it it's why we love it. it's like why we love to train because it's it gives you something that nothing else gives you um well that's what i think anyway um but yeah i just think that i think all good athletes have that ability whether they use it all the time or they use it at key moments i think they have the ability to disassociate like if you've got to sprint for a bit you're on you're on um but yeah Uh, oh man a bit tired eh? um when i was driving around recently i wrote this i have no context so excuse Excuse me if I don't explain the story well, but someone had toilet paper hanging from their, you know, the handles that hang from your roof of your car, like in the passenger side. You can hang on. I call them roof handles. They had toilet paper hanging from that. One, how do you get it in there? And two, why? What are you doing with it? Are you like, why do you hang toilet paper from there? What if someone wants to use the handle? Are you stopping and taking shits on the side of the road that you need that toilet paper there? Like what, what, 
what purpose does it serve? Why can't you put it somewhere where it's hidden so that people don't think that you're, you know, using it to take shits on the side of the road? I don't understand. Um, it just, I saw it and I was like, well, this is a weird thing to see. Um, so I'm going to note it down. And that's what I did. Um, speaking of shits, imagine, this is, I thought this was quite funny. It could be triggering. No, nah, it won't be triggering. It could just be. My sense of humor is weird, all right? So you would have figured that out by now. Imagine, right, hear me out. Imagine getting a shitty tattoo on your ass under the the, the guidance, no, under the um, assumption that no one is ever going to see it because it's on your ass cheek. No one in public is ever going to see it because the tattoo's on your ass cheek. And then one day, um, God forbid, God forbid, or Lord and Savior, head programmer forbid that you get burnt on your face and then they need to skin graft some skin from your ass cheek onto your face and then that tattoo gets taken from your ass and then gets put on your face like what if you lost a bet and you're like i'll just get a drawing of a dick on my bum and that way i don't have to worry about it because no one's going to see it except for like you know my partner further down the track doesn't matter no one's going to give a fuck and then all of a sudden you burn your face for whatever reason, you accidentally tip too much oil on the fucking barbecue. Then you got to get a skin graft from your butt cheek and they put that dick right on your face, right on your cheek. They move, put your ass cheek on your face cheek and then there's a penis on it. That would be fucking hilarious. It would be the funniest shit ever. Like so cruel, so bad, but also hilarious if that happened. Oh, mate, I'd be fucking... Hel- oh, 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 stop. I reckon it'd be hilarious. Um, I was thinking that the other day. Don't know why, but I was thinking it. I was also thinking that um, people mock the quality. When was I thinking this? I was trying to get stickers made. And um, people mock the quality of Chinese products in China. And they reckon they're like, shit, like, nah, China's dodgy. China's dodgy. Fuck that. They're not, they don't, you know, they do shit quality work, blah, 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 blah. But... Australia is not much better, man. The customer service in Australia fucking sucks. And like everyone's lazy, dude. I used to work in the construction industry and I have seen how buildings get built. I've seen how many corners get cut because people are lazy and they're fucking tight asses. We're way worse or on a par. We're like sitting here like they fucking suck. They're they're lazy. They're not, they're not, they don't do good jobs. Like they're fucking blah, blah, blah. All this bullshit. It's like, mate, we're in the fucking same same if not worse. Um, so I like saw that and I'd, I'd never connected the dots before because I've done a bit of dealing with China at the moment, like with the t-shirts and stuff like that. And their customer service is fucking awesome and they do great workmanship. As long as you give them the right information, they crush it. But over here, mate, we're all fucking lazy. Like I know so many people that just don't care. Um, but over there, like I genuinely, I get messages from these people all the time just asking if I need anything else, if I need more stuff or if they've got new shit coming in they always let me know um over here mate people don't care unless you give them money and then they might care a little bit until that transaction's done then they're fucking out of there so i fit i have beef with that that uh that misconception or that opinion that people have of like china's fucking shit quality stuff no it's not it's the same and and here is something that's going to blow your mind Everything's fucking made in China anyway, so it doesn't matter. Even if it says it's not made in China, it's made in China. 
So many people are lying. Since getting into this e-commerce thing, oh, this is a can of worms. You guys ready? So since getting into this e-commerce thing, this is a big secret. No one wants you to know. All the products you buy online are made in China. And it's all from someone just sitting in their bedroom who made a website and decided to sell things. None of it's fucking real. It's all fucking dropshipping shit. It's not like it, it's, it's, yeah, it's not big companies. It's just some cunt who was like, I'm going to make a bit of money and then started selling shit, put a brand on it. And some of it does really well, but some of it doesn't. And it's, it's all made in China. doesn't matter. So it's, it's like, it's actually open. It's opened my eyes to so many things. Like I'll get so many ads on Instagram and stuff and open it up and I'll be like, oh, this is just some guy at home selling shit, um, which is crazy. And the concept of drop shipping, if you aren't familiar with it is so me, I set up a website, I start selling stuff um, and I have a supplier in China. I get my orders, I export them to an Excel spreadsheet. And then I send that Excel spreadsheet to my contact in China who then packs and sends those orders from there. They then invoice me and I pay them. Um, so my job is basically collecting orders and sending off those orders to China. That's it. Um, that is drop shipping. And so many companies do it. And I like, and a prime example is I wanted to buy some new dog beds for the dogs. And I went on. I got this Instagram ad and I was like, these are it. These are fucking perfect. I went on and it was $150 per dog bed. And I was like, what the fuck? That's so expensive. Um, and I Googled, I looked up, looked them up on Alibaba, which is like a supplier. It's like Google for suppliers. And they had them on there, sure enough, listed for like $20, less than $20. Um, it was like 28 Australian dollars a piece. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So I asked how many, how much it would cost me to get two of them shipped over here. And it ended up costing me $150 for two of them, which wasn't too bad because shipping's a a huge, um, a huge thing, especially if you're not like, if you're buying one or two of an item, it's way more expensive than if you're buying like 10, um, obviously with the minimum order quantities and stuff like that. So I ended up saving a, bu- saving a bit of money on that because I figured out that they were just drop shipping them. Um, they're ripping you off. So just be careful. Just be careful. You, you, can, you can spot them, um, but it's difficult to explain how to spot them. Um, but yeah, crazy. I couldn't believe it. Like how many companies are drop shipping and like now it just blows my mind. Like Manscaped. Manscaped started as a drop shipping company, meaning it was just someone in their fucking bedroom selling clippers called them manscaped and then you know that's the point of difference they get them branded in china and they send them out and you think oh this manscaped it's trust trustworthy it's reliable it's like it's probably the same as this no brand the same clipper as this no brand name it's just that they got a brand name stamped on it bonkers dude bonkers what other one movement watches mvmt watches is another um drop shipping company too shit's lit um anyway that's, I'm going to wrap it up there. I've got a few more things that I want to talk about, but um, I think I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave it. I'm going to leave it there for now. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I don't know when I'll be back next, hopefully next week, but if not, I will talk to you when I talk to you. Um, oh, right. Yeah. 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 No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, I will chat to you guys in a couple of weeks or a week. I don't know. Stay tuned. Um, This show today was brought to you by Hyperbolic Sleep, also brought to you by me. Um, 
and Coca Coast because Coca Coast is the best, keeping that throat lubricated so I could talk. I actually have a sore voice. I've been trying to talk heaps lately to try and like prime myself. Um, that's a lie. I haven't been doing that. I just talk heaps normally. Anyway, hope you guys have a ripper day. Stay classy. Um, make sure you're getting those electrolytes. Feel good. Oh, before I go. So I've been eating weird shit lately. Um, and one of my latest things is cereal. I've been eating cereal again. And I'm actually going to go have a bowl of, bowl of cereal now. Um, but... I'm, I've been eating childhood cereal because I figured out that a lot of the cereals that you were only allowed to have special occasions when I was younger are actually vegan. So I've been, I've had Cocoa Pops, I've had Cocoa Pops checks, I've got Fruit Loops upstairs, I'm going to go eat them now. Um, fucking awesome, dude. Nutrigrain's next. I'm going to get a huge box of Nutrigrain. It's a great little snack to have in between meals because it's delicious and it's sugary and it just oh, warms the soul. So I'm going to go have some fucking Fruit Loops now. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that is enough from me, guys. I hope you guys have a fucking awesome week, month, year, day, whatever. Just fucking live it up. Stay hydrated. Stay classy. Make sure you put on sunscreen. You know, all the, all the good things. All right? Peace out, friends.